everyone, welcome back to Peas in the Pod. This is episode four. Um, so this week we're joined by, well we mentioned last week didn't we, um, we're joined by Dom from uh, Songsphere. Um, before yeah. we get on to the topic, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself and yeah, man. what you what you're in and what you do? Thanks for thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. It's good to be here in good company. So, Soundsphere Magazine is an alternative arts and culture platform. We do interviews with international bands. We cover international festivals, but we also do local regional stuff. Uh, I am based in Hull, but we have an international remit, so we've travelled all around the world. And more importantly than that. We train young people who can't afford to uh, move down to London, which is the industry standard for sort of music journalism, magazine journalism, mm. is, is sort of eighty percent, as you would imagine, uh, down south in London. Um, I was able to live down there for two years on and off and build my portfolio because I have family that split between East Yorkshire and, and London, so I was able to do that sleeping on floors of distant distant aunties and uncles and cousins <laughs> and whatever. Um, but there's not a lot of people that can afford to do that in this area and in certain areas like York, Leeds, Sheffield, Manchester, Hull, there are key areas. So what we do is we provide uh, work placements and internships. I'm a trained journalist, so I um, we take on, so we work with the University of Central Lancashire in Preston, for example. We do, we've done stuff with Hull College. We've done stuff with Leeds Beckett. Uh, Chester University. Mm. Uh, we've, we, like I say, I've even worked. I've worked in America as well with university over there. So like, there's, there's, there's. What we do is we provide opportunities for people that want work experience in the music industry and in the arts, the wider arts, because we do movie book movies, comic books, um, arts and culture, um, and we provide those opportunities. And we've had writers go on to the Guardian, the Independent on Sunday, NME, Metal Hammer, um, based on you know working with us. Um, so it's you know, the proof is in the pudding. You know, people yeah. can talk. I don't know if I can swear on this podcast. I'll try. Oh, you can. Uh, right. All you like, man. <laughs> people, you know, there's a lot of terms in the in the industry where you like you feel like you're tooting your own horn, you know, and you're like, oh, this mm. is great because you're. But like the proof, fortunately, is in the pudding where we've had actual people go on and say, you know, this is this is my dream job. I was able to do that through working with Soundsphere. You know, I've had people that have travelled you know, all over the world doing music journalism stuff. And mm. they might have been from Scunthorpe, you know, mm. but mm. but they've done some stuff with us, built a portfolio, interviewed internationally acclaimed bands and then gone on to their dream job. So we kind of provide that platform. In, in short, that's the short version. Yeah, yeah. And you're completely right in the sense that around here, you're kind of the platform, oh. you know, mm. and, I, and I tell people that, and well, that's, that's what I've thought Thanks, for years. Man. It's like outside of something like, like the Warren and Warren yeah. Records, where it's like, okay, the label's established, so they've got their marketing, and they, yeah, they do this, they do that. Obviously, they do a lot of stuff with young people as well, yeah. specifically what they're for, training them up in studio, yeah, which is awesome. giving them the platform to just do their yeah. their art, their thing. Mm. Outside of that, when you're talking about actually getting like press, mm. actually sort of, yeah, getting out there like in, in a more professional format, it's just sounds for you around here. Yeah. Like, that's it. You know? <laughs> that's that's really cool, man. And I mean, that's the thing. We we do that. We have that. We you know we were in York for years. We were in Manchester as well. Um, held bases all over the place, and it's got me work as well in 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 you know in America. I was living in Boston for a while, doing some stuff with MIT off the back of wow. um, off the oh, back cool. of you know working with a London based. Um, so there was a London based um, music business uh, center called the Rattle, and they were looking to expand up north. And they found Soundsphere because again we we don't just have the the you know we're not just based in Yorkshire we do across the north. Mm. They interviewed me and, and they were like, oh, uh, the guy happened to be so the guy at the head of the rattle used to be a lecturer at MIT in in business, and he was like, oh, do you want to go? Do you want to go over to America? And I've got a 
journalism visa for the US so I can live in the mm-hmm. US um, as long as I'm working in journalism. And I'm currently training to be a counsellor in the UK, so I can't currently. But um, but that's why I ended up getting the, the gig over there. And so it's been an amazing platform, not only for the young people that we work with, but for me as well. To you know, And I've interviewed bands I grew up loving, you know, like bands I grew up with, like Placebo I've worked with, you know, mm. uh, Judas Priest, Ramstein we've done. Um, it's countless. I always forget people who's like, oh, who's the biggest band you've interviewed? It's always a contextual thing because I've interviewed the 1975, you know. Yeah. And Youngblood. What's your idea of big? Yeah. yeah, yeah well, yeah, Youngblood yeah. as well. Like we work with Youngblood. He's only a Doncaster lad. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So it, it's all about, it's all relative, but we've had the opportunities to help bands when they're kind of, you know, they're kind of building their way up. You know, we were, we were with the 1975 at the beginning of their yeah. career doing stuff with them, asking Alexandria as another one. So it depends on your definition and what genre, mm-hmm. but, but equally, you know, we, you know, we, we're sort of on the cusp. We're always kind of there and we always, we're, we're lucky to have, you know, American press representatives that push bands to us. We're, we're lucky to have UK based. So, um, you know, people are always trying to get their bands onto Soundsphere and that's lovely that people value it. Mm-hmm. Um, but more importantly than that, mm-hmm. because honestly, lads, uh, you know, Casey will know this story because I think we go back the longest, but it mm-hmm. used to be about me going to gigs for free and getting drunk with rock stars. I did plenty of that, you know, like, but, you know, backstage parties after shows in like, in like Budapest and weird stuff like that when we first oh, built yeah. it up, you know, like, yeah, like you've heard some stories, but like, yeah. so, <laughs> so, so, so I think, you know, there's been, there's, there was that, but then we realized there was more to it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So when people ask me like, why'd you, why'd you move back to Hull? You know, when you, cause you were in London, you were in Manchester, all these other places. I'm like, well, because, because we've got, without trying to sound too businessy, we've got a USP here. Like there's, there's obviously an all due respect to Mike at Browse and all the local regional magazines, but we're not local. Like I live here mm. and I support mm. whole bands when I can, because mm. who else is going to, <laughs> yeah, you know, completely. but especially when the next two, you, you, you know, you're, you know, your bands like Pale White Waves who are doing really well, your 1975s, yeah. you, do you know what I mean? Where again, we, you're looking at London and Manchester yeah, and their output yeah. and yeah. like just the fact that essentially, you know, you get, unfortunately, whole bands that rebrand themselves as Manchester mm, bands of and course all you kinds do. of yeah, things. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, it's the kind of a logical thing for well, some of them. Well, my idea was always to put an unwide society next to, you know, next to a, to a, to a top, to, to a top level international band, you yeah. know, because I see, you know, what Dylan's doing and what Let Man Loose are doing and what Modern Moon Swings are doing. And I see the value in, in those bands. And, and I want to, I want people to check them out. And if people go on to read about, I don't know, X, Y, and Z band, you know what I mean? Um, mm. There's a, there's, there's so many amazing bands that are on the site. <laughs> it's always weird in these interviews. Cause like, obviously I work with bands every day and I'm always putting interviews on the site. So go and check out the website, soundsphermag.com. Um, there's always bands and there were always big, you know, top level bands, you know, <laughs> just I was hanging out with Dropkick Murphys the other week, you know, like <laughs> on a Zoom. So you stuff like that, you just kind of, it just kind of becomes natural. Yeah. Um, but to put like a, you know, to put like, uh, you know, a mood swings or, Unwide society next to drop kicks, or to you know, again, a 1975 with modern mood, you know, modern mood swings, or anything like that. It's the idea is that we provide a platform that other people, yeah, do you know, like Hammer will will push, yeah. say, a new meds, and then quite rightly, and 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 Mastiff, you know, mm. uh, NME will push Priestgate quite rightly because they're an incredible mm. band doing amazing things from Driftfield. But we will also push those bands, and we mm. will also push bands that can't afford, and that's this is the crucial bit. 
PR costs money, as we've we've all had these conversations respectively. Uh, you know, um, mm. PR costs money. Not a lot of people independently of say the what I know the Warren Records used to put money into press for bands. Uh, you know, I respect what they do, of course, as well. Mm. But there's not a lot of people pushing for. You know, for, yeah, you know, yeah. oh yeah, cool. I'll put your record. I'll put your record. I'll, I'll put the, I'll pay completely. for the PR. Do you know what I mean? Around here. And what, what I've always found awesome about Soundsphere is the fact that, like, you know, you're 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 an, an institution now. You know, in, absolutely international. <laughs> oh, and yet, the thing is, you still you still kind of encourage that active DIY approach. Yeah. Like, like obviously, yeah. well, when, when when I've sent you stuff in the past, it's like, oh. I've written up this press release. Can you do anything with it? Like thinking, like you might, you know, put a line or two up, and it's like, no, the full thing goes up, and mm-hmm. and, and like you'll you'll push the gig all yeah. like any way you can. Yeah. And it's just, it's cool that like that sets a precedent to like, okay, like you you do as much as you can, and then yes. we'll help you out where we can. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, absolutely, man. And thank you for saying that. It's it's lovely. And I think that that because you you forget you're in your own head a lot of the time with it you're like oh you just kind of you get tunnel vision with it and you don't actually see the impact of it because sometimes i go into like colleges and unis and i'm like this is what we do and and it's, it's weird to hear someone go oh yeah no that that's really helped me or whatever you know what i mean so it's yeah. lovely to hear stuff like that but equally you know end of the day the diy thing happened because but dude i had a lot of backing you know yeah when i was younger and i mean you know let's be real i got cerebral palsy i'm from hull I'm trying to work in the music industry. People are like, here, have some money. <laughs> you know? <laughs> do, you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's how we started, was people were like, oh, look at you. You're like 24. 20, mm. Well, it was 22 mm. when I had the idea. 22. Like, oh, you've got a disability. You're from the north and you want to work in the mm. creative industries. Here, here, have mm. some grants. <laughs> Which is why we were able to do what we were able to do and why we're still able to do it now because there's advertorial costs because we've been going for so long now that people email me and say, can we put this content on your site? We'll pay this fee. Or can we do this? Can we do that? And it's obviously got to be in line with our value systems. But, um, but that's what I mean. We are able to do that. But mm. I don't know many people that have the opportunity to do that. You mm-hmm. know, like th- there are, there are, and, 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 and thank God you grasped it though, because again, yeah. who else is going to around well, here? Well, you know what I mean? The, 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 we've always sort of lacked that level of in- infrastructure in home. Mm-hmm. So it's like obviously when you've literally gone and studied it elsewhere, right in the thick of it, it's like, it's great that again, you're back here and sort of just sharing yeah. the love, sharing the knowledge, and like it's well, thanks, it's man. His. Well, thanks. Yeah. There's, there's the there's the capabilities here. That's what yeah. I mean. Well, like, the thing is, you'll understand as well, like being initially from around here, mm. that there was that lack of infrastructure. Of but there is genuinely the talent here that isn't being. Yeah. It's like it's kind of self nurtured by. I mean, with what little scene there is, you know, like like things like around the Adelphi Club and then like yeah. the Fulford in York. Mm. It's like the like. Artists are nurtured there and go on to become, mm. essentially, some of them world class artists. Mm. But then, you know, there are like I think Hull has produced world class artists that have barely made it past yeah. Manchester yeah, uh, or London and yeah, haven't absolutely. made it out to Europe because yeah. they're from Hull. They're yeah. from Hull. Yeah. There's got, not, nothing. No one here is going to shout about them. You've got great so, bands coming out now that are like from Hull. Like you've got Life. You've got Lohan. It's fine. We're starting. We're, starting happen, yeah. Yeah. Lohan, we're doing great. Well, yeah. I mean, we've yeah. said before, aren't we, about uh, on the podcast um, about about the Hull scene because Hull's always not just in music but in general. It's always been like at the mm. end of the road, you know, yeah. sort of thing. Like just like ignored and like 
But usually the, the music scene is, because again, it's like, it's a city, but it's like big village. village. Yeah. 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 Um, That's it. Is it, you gotta, you gotta take, you gotta take what you know out of, out of, do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, like yeah, yeah. this is my experience. Like you're all gigging outside of Hull. You're all involved in stuff. You might be from Hull and you can be very proud of being from Hull as we are. But the key is to, to, to take it out. Do you know mm. what I mean? The mm. examples that are doing well at the moment, you pre-skates your lives. Mm. Uh, you know, your, bedroom. Your new med bedroom. Yeah. They travel around, and they're very proud of the from, from Hull, but they travel around. Mm. And now, because of resources that are available, people there's there's not so many barriers. You know what I mean? And if you've got good tunes, that's the fundamental. I always say to people, it's like good tunes. You know, create a brand, not mm. just a band, a brand that that can that can you know do t-shirts that can do everything, something that's really accessible. You know, there's there's so many great examples of that. New Meds are a good example of of having a brand around them that doesn't uh, doesn't only work in Hull, but it can also work yeah. otherwise. Uh, yeah, you know, outside absolutely. of that, you know, I'm talking about like the dive brand and stuff like that. There are so many examples of people here that that are switched on to the creative industries and can do really good stuff. I'm sitting with, you know, you guys and you are examples of that, you know, and it's just finding the right community. I've built a community around myself of people that I believe in. I'm working with, you know, I'm working with it, not just in music, I'm working with the WWE, I'm a wrestling fan, you know, so be it, So that was always a dream of mine. Mm. I'm sitting there in my kitchen in East Yorkshire talking to the, the current WWE champion over <laughs> Zoom, you know, and I'm working with international companies, you know, and we do the same with movie, you know, we've, we do movie reviews, we do all that kind of stuff and we've had deals with cinemas before. There's no reason these days that you can't do, you can't do that from, from anywhere. I had a conversation with one of the PRs who work in the sports entertainment stuff. He was like, until we've had this conversation, bearing in mind we've been working together for, for a decade, he was like, I didn't know you were from Hull because it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, as long yeah. as you're doing the work and doing good, that's the thing, do good shit, mm. know what you're doing, know how to do it and and know how to push it out. And and you're capable of you're capable of anything, you know. Like let's look, let's look at let's look around the room. You know, Dylan's enthusiasm for music and the industry and and and, and punk music and just being not you know not being a dickhead, being a good person <laughs> yeah. has, has helped him out. You know, as a young musician, you know, you're a great example too, Nick. You're doing you're doing the studio. You've got the, you've got different bands, different projects. You're helping out the community. Mm. You know, that's amazing. Eddie's one of the best musicians I've ever seen. Like play live, you know, and also in a studio. So I was like, right, I'm taking you for my bands. You're gonna have, you're gonna have <laughs> oh, to come. That's to... exactly my thought when yeah, I first saw yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Literally, literally, I think it was the first thing I ever yeah. said to him. I saw, I'm I, stealing you. Yeah, I, I watched. Um, I, I watched one of your old bands. I watched one of the Static play. I think a sesh, and I was just like, I watched him bounce around, and I was just like, <laughs> I'm that guy. I'm, I'm tempting him in. Whether you know whatever I've got to do, I'm tempting him in, and obviously, you know. I can, I can, we can, we and you can have a proper love vest. You're, wow. you're, this is, I said this to you the other week, man. Your, your support transcends this city, but you don't know it. People know who you are outside yeah. of Hull. Oh, outside you know, of, sometimes I, I hear that like, and it's really York nice. You're Leeds and those cities. People know who you are and it's because you're not a cunt. Pardon my, and I didn't, I didn't know how, how, you, you know, this is like a problem. swear all you you're goddamn not, fucking you're, like you're me. Not, you're not, you're not a dick. You're a lovely person. You, you work hard. And it's a gra- and it's a graph sometimes. That's, that's nice to know because Hull's getting sick of me, well, and I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm thinking of upping and lit that. Well, it's, it's, it's hard. Do you remember that song you had? What's that? It was a uh, people in Hull, everyone knows. Oh Jesus, that's ancient. And then like I think like you need to change it, but put your own name in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, uh. <laughs> but, but you are right because you do ask. 
people in any, well, yeah, even outside of the city, but any at all scene, they always know you. Oh, right. <laughs> it's like, oh, do you know Casey? Oh, yeah, yeah I know Casey. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. People do. But it, it works. Just don't be a dick. Do mm. a good job. Yeah. Do a good job at what you what you say mm. you're going to do. And don't be a dick and you'll be all right. You know, you've got other examples. You know, Chaydu, who's getting millions, of, well, thousands of streams, you know. Mm. Uh, you know, he's doing wonders for, for, for different cultures and stuff in the yeah. city musically. Mm. Amazing stuff. There are so many other examples as well. And he's now inspiring young people from this area to yeah, work in, in hip hop to work in rap to work in grime it's, you know? it's kind of it is exciting to see what they're going to inspire Absolutely. do you know what I mean there will be all these little bedroom musicians mm. that are working away that mm. really I guess haven't had a platform mm. till now now there's a platform because there's an, a, an artist they look up to from Hull that we can shout well, about yeah, it's, you know yeah. I mean? it's a temperament thing as well it's yeah. a, it's a we can either sit here in this studio that you guys you guys have built and you guys have made something of and we can go oh well you know Wish we were in London. Yeah. Mm. Or we can go, fuck it, man. We just built, well, you you just built a studio. Mm. And, this and could you, happen and, and you're already putting, yeah. you're already putting, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're already putting bands out. Dylan's producing stuff. Eddie's playing, you know, you're, you know, you're in loads of different bands, you know, same with you, man. Casey's got his I mean? secret project. You're producing bands, you're helping yeah. bands out. And you can either... Sit and be like, oh well, you know, I'm only in Hull. Or you can you can take the take Unit Forty Five. You know, you, Unit Forty Five can become something that's not just Hull. You're attracting bands from outside the city. Mm -hmm. You know, you, that's kind we, of we already happening. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I've got yeah. a client booked in who are coming from like I can't remember specifically where they're from, but I think it's like around the Nottingham area. Well, there you go. Me. That's yeah. my example. And that's because I played gigs with them. Yeah. Well, there you um, go. Them. The people. Yeah. We're actually in a very fortunate position where it might well end up cheaper for some bands to travel oh, to us from out of town <laughs> than it, yeah. find yeah. somewhere in the hometown. Yeah. It's, we're we're, we're mm. lucky to be able to offer those rates and we want to continue offering those rates because we realise yeah. how important it is. Yeah, and, you know, big, big ups to uh, Creative and Cultural as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, because we, we can um, charge for these cheaper rates because of the the ch cheap rent yeah the cost that they cover in terms of the bills and, and, and things and they're like doing that, so. that for us because it's yeah. an arts charity well, as well. absolutely and it's like yeah, yeah I don't think you get a lot of stuff like that no in, we're in a very lucky position yeah. so we're making the most of it mm, absolutely and you can sit and you can mope about or you can do something <coughs> and I'm sitting here with you guys and you're all doing something mm. you mm. know doesn't matter where you're from, so long as you, so long as you're doing something that you think you, that you believe in, mm. and that also, crucially, can mean something to other people. Yeah, that's yeah. what I, I'm not under any like. I offer a service and a product that means something to other people as well. Oh, I know I'm going to hook somebody in with my interviews, and I know I'm going to please. So, so I mean, I'm bringing eyes to my brand, and maybe that brings eyes to bands in Hull. See what I mean? Yeah, you yeah. are crucially not only doing something for yourselves, but you're doing something that works for other people. Yeah. You know, yeah. That, that appeals to other people and you're all not dickheads, which <laughs> fundamentally I have found as my rule number one in the industry. <laughs> as as we know, locally news travels fast, but, <laughs> but, but internationally news, internationally and, and regionally, nationally news travels pretty fast. Mm. I'm under no illusion that my friends in London, you know, they all know what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. It's a small world, you know. Yeah. I, it's a very, very small world. You'll find that the more, the, the longer you keep going in this down this road, and I'm sure you all know from your experiences already, 
people people know stuff people you know what i mean so keep doing good work and keep Mm. not being a dick basically well on that topic of like like good work it's nice here to have this opportunity as well to to be able to exercise some sort of quality control Mm. you know like Mm. with the, the we get to to a degree, pick and choose the mm. artists we want to work with now. Obviously, we're open mm. to kind of any clients that get in touch with us. Mm. But then it's like, you know, if an artist comes in for a session and they're just starting out mm. and they need the cheap rates mm. and mm. they want to put something out there up on their SoundCloud or something, that's amazing. Mm. We want to offer that mm. to them. If we get an artist in and we think they're shit hot and we love their band and we want to go on tour with them, mm. then we might well want to put them out on our label as well. Do you know what I mean? It's like the the thing is, it's we're kind of coming into a space where like now we get to sort of have a say in that a little more. Absolutely. I mean, I think it's important that, like you say, that quality control is Mm. there. We can just like sort of emphasize it. Or even if we get an artist like that and we're like, this could still be better. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? When when they take the advice of... And that's it. You know... Between me and Eddie, years of working at the Warren or volunteering in the Warren studio, Nick being a producer for years, Dylan being a producer for years, all of us playing in bands, mm, you know. Mm. When, when we have the opportunity to, yeah, like pass on mm. the knowledge to, again, um, like you say, with Soundsphere, like training up some of the younger mm. generation, like we can do the same thing here. And it's absolutely, just, but yeah. when we're in that position, I'm kind of like, why wouldn't we? You yeah, know what I mean? absolutely. And, and it's like, who can... else? And crucially, who else? Mm. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. there's enough. Ap- there's there's still unfortunately enough apathy even with even with us here and even with other people here. Mm. So who else, mm. if not you guys? Mm. You know who better than you guys to do it? You know what I mean? I mean it's like going back to the, uh, you know, like the the yeah yeah like like what we've just been saying there. Um, like some of the, some of the um, clients we've we've got in over studios where obviously it's it's there and stuff and like mm. you know they won't be able to do it but yeah like say that um, I mean there's stuff in out yet but uh, Josh Aldridge mm. who, who came in like with not many like we ended up he was just an acoustic um, mm. artist mm. when he plays live it's like he does like he has a loop pedal and that mm. but because of the the of, um, cheap we are we got to add like more and more stuff onto it like mm. electronic elements piano you did bass, didn't you, Dylan? And yeah. stuff like stuff where at another studio they probably wouldn't be able to afford yeah. it. And then, yeah. I mean, yeah, some of the rates are quite, yeah, <sighs> like as long high. as you can afford it. That's the key yeah. thing. As long as you can afford it, and it be, mm. can can sustain you to a point. Mm. I think yeah, that's yeah. the other thing about Hull is it undersells itself as well. Massively. Do you know yeah. what I mean? There is there are people with incredible skill sets. You are all worth paying mm. for your time. You know, whether that's us musicians or otherwise. And I think that's the, as long as you guys periodically review where you're at and your, oh, va- yeah, and your yeah. value, because I <laughs> yeah. think there's a lot of value to each of you individually yeah. Yeah. and, mm. and even, you know, even more <clears throat> collectively. That's the key thing is, mm. you know, obviously, you know, trying to summarize some of the things I've said, just like build a team around you of good mm. people. It's mm. a community thing. You only get bigger yeah, as a musician and an artist if you have, look at the collective of people that support Chadu. Look at the collective of people mm. that, that new meds have around them. Mm. Look at the collective of people that your bands, and I use you because you're here, but people support you because they know you because you're mm. one of the most mm. well-known people in the music industry in Hull. You know, people rally behind Dylan and Unwired because, you know, because people like Dylan you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Same with you. You know, same with your band. Same with you, Eddie. It's like it, it, it's just 
you have to have that community because we can sit here individually and go, oh, you know, 617 and wired, mood swings, sounds fair, isn't it great? Yeah. But it only, you know, if other people can go, yeah, I really like I really like that guy, and that, he's and that, cool. That and definitely really, really ties in with the, the point you made, you made about valuing, valuing yourself as well. Yeah. Look at, like, your life and Lo Hummer, mm. all the success stories, recent success stories out of Hull, they're the artists that valued themselves. Mm, absolutely. They, they really Respected are. They, 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 yeah. they, 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 like, valued themselves enough to, like, record an album and then sit on it until they had all the promo material yeah. ready to go. Do you know what I mean? Like, they, yeah. they valued themselves enough yeah, yeah. to, to yeah. line everything up mm. that, that they needed to, you know, get the Absolutely. tour booked. Yeah, you know, you value yourself enough to put all that work in mm. before mm. unleashing your art to the world. Absolutely, you know I mean? and, that, and that's it, the it, key. It, it takes someone that really values themselves mm. to do that, to be able to do that, I think. And people with the knowledge as well. To yeah, 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 well, yeah, yeah. You know, that's, Completely. And that's the, thing that's with, the other side of it, yeah. With, with yeah, yeah. is that there's a lot of people just want to bounce stuff out, but but it needs... Yeah. The it enthusiasm needs, almost yeah. needs curbing a little, yeah. It needs a machine of people, mm-hmm. in my opinion. The it's infrastructure. Just, I'm one yeah. guy. I'm a, I'm a guy with one opinion, but... But but like I know you, you've seen some value of it with Mo- with um, with Let Man Loose. I know there's been some PR. There's been some PR go out. Mm. Same with you know same with our bands. You know what I mean with with with, with the bands <coughs> I've been in. You you, you it, if you're gonna do it, if you're gonna put the money and time into record here or anywhere else, why not put the energy and time into researching someone that can help you push it? Mm. If you can't afford it, then this is it. You can do it yourself. You got to learn, but you got to know people with the skills to help you. In case you have the skills, you know I have the skills. There are people that will help. I've always said I'm an email away for for advice and support with this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I can't yeah, I can't always get back to every band that emails me because obviously we get hundreds and hundreds of emails a day. <laughs> uh, but but like I will always do my best. If you can't get me, that's the key thing with any magazine and any editor and any guy working in or any person working in. Um, the the music industry and the arts industry is is obviously don't be a dick about it. Don't send five emails a day. But if you don't hear back at first, just draw, you know we'll, don't give up. Do you know what I mean? That's the yeah. thing. People give up too quickly as well. It's a hard. It's one of the best jobs in the world, but it's also one mm. of the hardest. It's one of the hardest industries to break in. You have to have that that attitude mm. of I'm going to keep cracking on and yeah. and all your best examples. You know your life. You know is is a good example. Low hum is another one. Just keep doing it. Oh, just keep doing it. Yeah, it's, that, yeah. it's that drive, isn't it? Yeah. There's been so many good, you know, great bands in the past uh, years mm. uh, in the local scene who have been ace, but they haven't quite had that drive and they've just mm. ended up finishing and then you, mm. you haven't heard from them again. Mm. But mm. yeah, the, the bands like that, like the low hum is mm. the and that. Been doing it for years and <clears throat> grinding it out, and then now it's it's, it's finally showing. Mm-hmm. You know, I the, remember back at Fifty Three Degrees North a few years mm-hmm. ago. Obviously, mm-hmm. you were one of the, the mm-hmm. you gave us a talk there, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Um, and what a great event! Yeah, yeah. I mean, God, we need something like that again. Really, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like so, you know, sooner rather than later as well. And uh, maybe we should look at making <laughs> something like that happen. Perhaps not on that scale, but who knows? It it could snowball. Wow. But um. You know, the, I mean, I mean, how lucky are we to have you know an Alan Raw and a Stu Bax? Yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, as, as, in addition to mm. in addition to Unit Forty Five, mm. there's also Alan's you know, now working with the Arbemel quite closely is, as well. Yeah, so I mean, there's awesome. the link there already, which obviously that's where the event was hosted yeah, last time. So. Of course. So there's, but there's, and that's what I mean. We 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 are lucky in Hull for all that people, 
you know, all the people do have the apathy here. Yeah. There's a lot of resources we don't have, so, sorry, we have compared to say a Barnsley. Mm, you know what I mean? And there's mm, great bands, in, there's great bands in Barnsley, completely. but they don't have the resources or a Grimsby. And, and th this you know? is it. I think that was for me the big takeaway from that event was mm. actually all right. Yeah, Hull, like a lot of people were coming to Hull for the first time to speak at that event and mm. going, "There's really something here." Yeah. Actually, yeah, look yeah, at absolutely. the turnout today. There is something here. And you're actually in a much better position than you think. Yes, absolutely. You know, like, you're yeah, completely yeah. right. And again, your point about uh, like sending that email and not getting a reply, you know, everyone was emphasizing on the day as well. Like, don't see that as a knockback. Yeah, of course. Send the second email a week later. Yeah, don't yeah. pester us. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. there's a fine line, there's yeah. a balance. And things and always just, come round as well. Yeah, things always completely. come round. So, like, I, I've recently just, like I said, I mentioned it earlier, I've recently just started breaking into, because there's a lot of crossover between alternative music and sports entertainment. So, but, but obviously that was fair, something we only really started doing just before lockdown. Right. And obviously now we're starting to work with some of the bigger companies. But there was emails I sent out to, to individual performers asking, and they said no. But then their management comes back to me, a year and a half later seeing the standard of work we've done and Amazing. goes can you you know mm. can you interview this person that I'd, be, I'd a year ago pitched to and they'd literally turned me down it happens it's, it's, it's a, a circular thing things will come back round just again hammering this home yeah. don't be a dickhead yeah. like do you know what I mean like Things will come back around to you if you if if you keep working at it, and people might say, "Well, oh, I've got you know, I've got a you know part time job, I've got other things to do." Well, that's fucking, that's great because it means that you you have an income to support yourself and whatever. Mm. And yeah, you know, you, yeah, I appreciate that's a lot of hard work and stuff. You know, I've, I've I've worked three or four different jobs at the same time for most of my life, as I'm sure most of you guys have. It is part of it. You've got to keep that. You've got to keep that work ethic going. And you might have to do some some hours on your music when you get home, or first thing in the morning, or take a weekend. Mm -hmm. But that's 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 it, it. Will be worth it. Again, your examples. I'm not going to go back over the same names of bands, but they have all worked day jobs. They have mm -hmm. all worked night jobs. They have yeah. all worked weekends. Mm -hmm. And some of them, some of them are still doing it while they're yeah, building. Yeah, completely. But, completely. But, completely. But, all of them have got well, exactly. Jobs back to and most of the bands I know, and this is, you, I I'm sure this is public knowledge, but a lot of the touring bands I know that are selling out venues in London, Manchester, etc., they also have other jobs as well. Mm. It's not a always a public thing, but mo a lot of bands you think are making. They are making money from their music, but it is also it's a it's an extra bit of income. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to name any names because it's not my place. Mm. But there are bands that you will think are making full time living wages on their music, mm. and they are making money from their music. <clears> but they are also doing part time jobs, yeah. extra jobs, because it, like I say, you have to just keep grafting. Yeah. You know mm. what I mean? It's not something that you can. And most of the bands I know that are full time musicians, working musicians, also have other jobs and I mean they might have they might have they might they might have um a merchandise thing or they might have do you know what I mean they yeah. might they might be they might be making clothes, t shirts, branding. Yeah. You know what and I mean? That's awesome when that happens as well because you know outside of music I don't I don't think anyone can like even successful artists, they're gonna have other interests. Yeah, they do. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like yeah. other, other passions will lead to other income streams. Yeah. So it's well why um, not do it. And, and again if it's something that ties sorry, well, just like the merch that ties with music, mm. awesome, you yeah. know, yeah. make the most of that. Mm. Yeah. Well it's like look at Billy Joe, like he ran a record label. Yeah, yeah. Once it. he had the opportunity to do it. Yeah. yeah. And That's... then like now I think it's that they they, they have like a coffee brand, Urkel mm. and Coffee. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> then Tom DeLonge, when he was in Blink, he ran companies like Macbeth and that. Yeah, um, absolutely. So it's, it's big, yeah. because they're thinking about what, you know, again, other income streams. And I, I would encourage any, you know, musician and artist to not think of another job as a negative thing this is you looking after your future if you can have a creative career where you're doing multiple creative things and they're yeah. all bringing you a little, little bits of money then that's awesome do you know what I mean your music doesn't have mm -hmm. to be all of it it can be a huge part of it and I, I, think, don't, I don't mean to say don't put all of your energy and, and, and you know your heart into your music but, but absolutely consider other creative forms of income as well mm -hmm. because then you're never going to be you know, if people, you're never just sitting around and waiting to make mm. another record, for mm. example. Mm. You are mm. doing other things. You know what I mean? I think yeah, I think completely. also it's like um, d doing different creative things, not just the music. I, I don't think if you just did the music, you'd get tired of it, but it'd be like, um, it excites the brain a bit more, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, but like it excites the brain a bit more, doesn't it? So like, yeah, you, you'll do, you'll go on tour, you'll do that, but then it's like, I'll, I'll do this thing for a little bit and it gives even though you're still doing something creative it'll give you man to rest for the music yeah. and then when you come back to it yeah, yeah. I, I think I think as well like you see it in like, a lot of success sometimes when bands get too successful mm. the music becomes boring yeah. yeah that's because they're not striving for anything anymore do you know what I mean they're not they're not depressed anymore do you know what I mean but like not necessarily that but like I think there is actually like there is a few like um, obviously with my own personal mental health, I think sometimes there's that element of giving up. Like, yeah, every day of course, I do. And stuff. Mm. And yeah. And well, you, you, got to, you kind of got to strive through, haven't you? And like, I think my, my brain's like really scattered at most of the time. Do you know what I mean? Same. So I'm like, same. so it's like, it's trying, it's trying to be able to sift through all that, isn't it? And mm. like, yeah. Mm. And like, I, I always love talking to you, Dom, because you always, you always put a smile on my face and yes, I just think yes. it's all worth it. Well, well let's so. like, let's go around the room. Like, what's the dream to, right, okay, so let's do this. Casey, what's the dream to you? What does the dream constitute? To be able to make enough money in music, whether it's playing in my own bands or running a label and, and managing bands, to travel, literally, because okay. I've never been able to. Right, okay. You know yeah. what I mean? That's, that's the dream. Right. Have you been paid as a musician ever? Yeah. Okay, so that started then, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Completely. So, like, do you know what I mean? And it so, is one step at a time, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Dylan, the dream. Well, um, obviously, I want my um, band on my site to get to a point where we can kind of make a living off it. But okay. I also want to continue um, producing and um, do more with that. And then... I don't know, I've always had it in the back of my mind to get into music video stuff. Okay. Because ever since working with Rob Moses on our videos, it's just... And co-directing the new video, I've just mm. been really Ch into that it. That Chesney Cheese, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, as well with that, like, I've just... I've been looking up, you know, like, equipment to get, like, lights and, you know, tripods and that. I've, mm. I'm looking to eventually start getting some of that and... Probably just start doing it, you know, just for my own stuff first and then maybe branch out. Like, that's a big, it's a big maybe at the moment because it's just figuring it out. But Absolutely. I know it's something I'm interested in. Good. And you've been paid, you've been paid to produce people, right? You've, yeah. Said, um, you've said invoices, haven't you? So, so far, I've only had like one actual client, right? but I did, um, I did get paid for that, and then I've helped out with some of Nick's clients, which is lot, yeah. which I've learned a lot from. Absolutely. And then I've learned a lot from producing my own stuff as well. And like I was saying, I do have clients booked in for next month, so 
that's finally starting to go yeah. somewhere. And, and you can say you're a touring musician now as well, because yeah. you've played out the whole. Yeah, you? well, we've been... So far, we've only... Like, with this year's gigs, we've only played one free gig, and yeah, the other yeah. one, apart from that, we've been paid for them, which is, for many years, that will, didn't happen with me. Well, exactly. Like, I was never paid for gigs, because I just... I never got on, you know, with the right yeah. gigs. I mean, obviously, gigs I did back then that were essentially, you know, me getting here. Yeah. But, like, now I'm starting, you know, to tackle, you know, like, the right gigs, like, you know, right. like... That's all part them, of valuing yeah. yourself as well, well isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. So you do. So you're doing it right. That dream yeah. is is on the way. Yeah. 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 So, so. Yeah. I mean, obviously, again, it's, it's it's looking at perspective, changing perspective a little bit, and looking at what you have achieved with mm. the time you've got and with the time you've had. Do you know what I mean? You you've yeah. put you've put that machine in in motion, and your team might have helped you a bit, and that's the key. Is is you're all mm. for those bad mental health days, your team comes into it. Who can you speak to? How many? To, I've spoken to you for advice in that case. Do you know what I mean? Well, and yeah, yeah right back at you. Yeah, you know? exactly. Mm. So, so on those days where you're not feeling it, oh, I'm not, I'm not doing so well. You can speak to Nick or you can speak to mm. Eddie, but you, you don't realize, Dylan, how even, even, and this is from my perspective, but like you're doing some really cool shit, dude. Mm. Like, and you're a good person. People like you, and people believe in what you're doing. And you believe in yourself because you've you've had some drummer issues, obviously, without going into too much issue. You've made things happen where other people would have quit. Yeah. So take some take some stock in that, dude. Yeah. Right, Nick, go on. What's the dream? Well, obviously, I'd want my music to get more exposure, but to be fair, as, as long as I could make enough money producing mm-hmm. to buy my own house, that's it, really. That's cool. And, you, and you're making regular money, right? Yeah, yeah. In Hull, as a producer, mm. it's pretty fucking cool, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And you've got this space here, these people around you. I don't know what. The, how do you feel about it? That is great. It's it's it, honestly. I, I hope this house has a basement, and I hope this basement yeah. has a studio. Because <laughs> that, that would house, be unreal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. That and a bigger pond in the guy. Oh god, <laughs> you and your pond. Yeah. Just dig, um, dig, dig, dig a pond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was gonna say. Um, so you, oh, talk, Chris, you talk about your production and and uh, uh, how that was the dream, making enough money to buy a house. Yeah. Oh, my man's gone blank. It's all right. I'll okay. hold the bad jokes back, I'm sorry. Yeah, so carry, carry him on. Uh, <laughs> Put you on the spot. It's all right, we'll go back to Eddie and uh, then we'll, yeah. come back, we'll come back to you. Right, go on, Eddie. What's the dream for you, man? Um, You're already the best dressed man in Hull, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, I, w- I was thinking at the start, I was like... Because, like, I think everyone kind of wants to be able to make a living from music. Mm-hmm. I know that's not really... I don't think that's really my goal. I think, just really think about it now. I think it's more like actually making, releasing like an album or a music though. It's actually like, it's like really meant something to someone. Yeah. And it's actually like yeah. inspirational in some way. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Like kind of like where like it's actually had an impact mm-hmm. in changing people's lives, I think. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's exactly the same with the music that I make. That's the exact same dream goal for that is for someone to come to me and go oh, your music helped me through something yeah, yeah. you've told me that plenty as well yeah, yeah, you? when, when you've, you've said about um, mm. the, the releases you know you don't necessarily want to go out and tour that material no, like, yeah, maybe yeah. do like a, a 617 gig for every release yeah. mm. but then start working on yeah. the next one because it's more about yeah. Yeah, the, well, the message and the, the, the great feeling that people get listening to your music even if that's just on record mm. then amazing like you, you might have helped someone through a really bad day yeah, yeah. and like 
Sorry, Absolutely. take away from you. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. It's, it's interesting, and you have you 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 all have the ability as well in this studio to do sync work and to produce sync, yeah. you know, the stuff that could be used on films. And let me tell you, there's some serious money in that. Mm. Oh, to be fair, oh. I love, I love to score a film. So there's film a band... scoring is yeah. some of that. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's, actually, yeah, I forgot about that. There's a band in York who were on the same label as Placebo that I worked with for years and they, they did a bunch of tours with Gary Newman and all this other stuff, but they were also on uh, a bunch of US TV programmes because their management got them sync deals mm. and stuff and they're only from York, you know, mm. and, and now you're seeing bands from York and, and, and people in the, in the pop scene and I'll, I'll, we can talk about this off record, but there are people that are about to get sync deals if regionally, nationally, because they've built that network of people. Do you yeah. see what I mean? It goes back to that. And talking about, because I'm aware of time and stuff, but talking about, um, you know, going back to something you said about touching people with your music, um, phrasing, um, <laughs> uh, talking about that, you know, one of my favourite experiences was, was we played a show my, my old band played a show. Now, I'm not a technical uh, musician. I'm not a technical drummer, but I did it because someone, a lot of people told me I would never play drums as, I, as a kid. or should never play drums because it was too painful, etc. So I decided I was going to play drums and I decided I was just going to see where it went. And I ended up touring internationally. We ended up doing shows in Asia and Europe, a couple of European tours. And we did a show in Germany. And, and this guy, like, I came off stage and this guy said, I've taken a video of you. I hope it's okay. And I was like, yeah, sure, man. It's like, well, so my wife is, is disabled and she struggles with, uh, she, she struggles a lot and she doesn't get up. She doesn't get out of bed. She doesn't do anything. And I'm hoping that this video that I've taken of you playing mm. and coming from the UK and touring will, will give us some motivation. And thank you wow. very much for allowing, yeah. for allowing. And I was like, that's a beautiful thing. And I've had a couple yeah. of things like that. And that kind of makes it all, you know what I mean? That makes it worthwhile. Like, yeah. yes, I, I've got, I've, I've had, I've had national awards. Did you guys know? A little, little plug for myself. I was the, I was in one of the hundred happiest people in the country according to the Independent on Sunday in like 2012, <laughs> which yeah. is funny because I'm miserable now. I always loved the photo that was alongside that. Yeah, I think, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sure I've seen the photo. And you are yeah. smiling away. Like, yes. <laughs> Very careful with that line because Casey's heard it before. But um, uh, but that's the thing, like. You know, the little things that have happened, I, I got a National Diversity Award for Entrepreneurial Excellence. I carried the Paralympic flame for York. Wow. Stuff like that, that I've done through this stuff is crazy. But, you know, so you, you look at that, but I still have those days mm. where I'm like, you know, because my mates, my mates manage X, Y, and Z band and they might have been from Leeds, but they're living in LA. But then they'll look at me and I frequently do that. I have like Zoom calls with them or whatever uh, these days. And they'll be like, yeah, but, Dude, you just changed that young person's life. You've just got their, that young person from Scunny, their dream job in London, and mm. you did that off the back of you. They got that job off the back of your your clippings, you know, your articles that they they mm. were sorry, the the articles they were able to produce. Shout out to Sophie Walker and numerous other people that have helped us build our brand, and I'm so glad that we've been able to help them along the way as well. It's it's an absolute honor and a privilege. Uh, to be in that position, I get quite emotional when I think about that stuff. Actually, because it's like it's like it's cool to be able to have done that. You know, mm. um, that's that's the value in it. But but equally, now I know that when I have those bad days, you know, I can sit and talk to you. Yeah. And every time I see Dylan, I smile. And I really, I love, I love chatting with Dylan and seeing Dylan because because of his enthusiasm. You know, it's just getting to know you, Nick. But Nick, but like the fact that you've built that you know you've helped build this and the fact that you mm. are there as a producer and also the fact that me and you have a lot of similar music taste yeah. <laughs> you know that there's there's, there's there's things there and i wouldn't have a problem talking to you and, and mm. eddie 
you know, we've had a couple of car journeys now where we've talked <laughs> about music and everything and jammed to Turnstile, favourite band at the moment, for sure. Um, but I also want to tell you a story, man. The other day, because cause Eddie's in a bunch of bands, right, and talking about the value and you don't see this, right? I wasn't sure what was happening because I was like, yo, he's probably busy with about three or four different bands. And Jay and Kieran, who've seen you play, they were like, they actually begged me to do whatever I possibly could to keep you in the band because <laughs> of your musical ability and how good you are and how much how much fun people had playing with you. You know what I mean? So you don't yeah. see that shit, but you need to know how, value, how, how valued you are as a musician and as a person outside of your circle and that's yeah. totally cool same with same with uh, dylan uh, and uh, similar story with ed though yeah. like when um I, I was saying to you earlier wasn't i like i i sniped ed from run off the static yeah, when yeah, i first yeah. saw him like yeah, yeah. I, I only took once and i was like I, I need this guy in my band like like he's, he's yeah. too good Absolutely. for me not to have his Absolutely. talent associated with me do you know what i mean uh, it was <laughs> like that's uh, a silly way of looking at it really but then after that um when you actually came down to like the first jam I think our bassist didn't show up. I'm like, okay, can you play bass? You're like, yeah. <laughs> of course I can. He was like, yeah. shit up bassist and all that. And then basically, you know, after that first jam, you officially joined the band. But then I was living with a good mate of mine at, at, mm. the, at the time who hadn't met Ed yet. Ed knows him now, but he'd not met Eddie, my mate Sam. Mm. And, um, uh, sorry, oh, Eddie hadn't met Sam. Mm. And, uh, and I said, oh, um, this guy's joined my band. He's called he's called Eddie Lurgy, and he goes, "Is that that fucking cool guitarist?" Yeah, man. And I'm yeah. like, "What do yeah. you mean?" He goes, "Yeah, the the one that he like jumps off stage and shit." Yeah, like yeah. he'd seen run off the static, yeah, and yeah. I was like, "Yeah, him." And yeah, yeah. again, he was thrilled for me. And that's it. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. it, it was like, "There you go, your reputation." Yeah, and each of you, you, each of you have that. Like I've heard your names outside of of your musical spheres. No pun intended. Um, you know, each <laughs> each of you have each of you have reputation you know as good people who do good work i have you know i'd heard of you before we'd even started speaking yeah oh. you know what i mean mm. and you know the same the same thing you know I'm, i think i met you through my work at the warren dylan but like it's yes. nice to know yes it yeah. was i think it was Years I think ago. it might have been from the gig yeah. that, I put, that yeah. me and Sam put on. Oh, yeah. the record store. Yeah. Cool. So I think there's, the, you know, it's a pleasure to be able to sit with you outside of that context, you oh, know, a yeah. year down the line, whatever, you know, and, and I think that's the, the key is like summarising because I know I'm running down on time, but like, um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's summarising, you know, that's, that's the key is, is we've all got each other, you know, and I think the community feel is, 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 is really important for Hull and, mm. you know, and to give some names, you know, like I say, people, you know, there's, there's so many creative people I've worked with on other projects because there's so many other projects I haven't mentioned, you know, like Je like Jess Jess Zorn, who's done some amazing work, you know, there's 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 numerous like tattooist friends of ours that we love that are creative inspirations mm -hmm. to us, mm -hmm. you know, um, there's there's so many people who you know who have uh, Stu Baxter, Alan Raw, you know. I would, I, would, I would normally mm. name, name check you, but you're here, you know. <laughs> so like, this is you well, know, you. Nick Cobley, New Meds Dive, you know. Um, there's so many, so many other people that are sort of, you know. Uh, there's a Jenny Harrison who's doing our social media. She's associated with Navy Jean. She's doing uh, incredible work. Yeah, they're a good band. Yeah, they're Navy Jean are great. You know, so it, it, again, it doesn't matter where you're from, what you're doing, so long as you do what you do well, and you're not a dickhead, and you build. I think the summary mm. is you know community you know if you if you do what 
if you do what you do and other people you bring other people into it then it then it spreads you know what i mean it spreads yeah, yeah. like a like yeah. a i don't know virus oh. probably isn't a PB, <laughs> P, P, was a pc thing to say right now but it spread it spreads you know what i mean mm. yeah. um, but uh, speaking of navi gino like james is such a fucking good drummer well, exactly yeah. and um adam he's just a fucking great bass player absolutely like i learned a lot from him when i was studying at east riding college yeah. and then james is just a great teacher as yeah. well like but they're just the birth, they, uh, yeah they're both well i had adam but uh, and mm. then james joined kind of like yeah. a bit later on he's lydia's he was lydia's kind of main tutor for her first year and yeah, they like aside from just being nice people and great teachers, they're also just fucking incredible musicians. That's it. Yeah. Going that you go with the community thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we can all plug each other. We can all promote each other. Mm. We can all use platforms like this, like peas in a pod. That's what this platform is for. It's called Peas in the Pod. What is this platform? I'm yeah. not so far. That's it. It's like platforms like this are for promoting yeah. the work of people that you like and people that deserve the platform. And thank you. It's an absolute mm. privilege and an honour to, to, to be able thank to you. sit here guys, with you guys. You know I was I mean? just thinking as well, like, you know, because like you were saying, you know how Ed is quite crazy on stage with his yes. energy. Like, imagine him and me and him performing well, exactly. together. That would <laughs> be pretty nuts. The stage wouldn't be big enough. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, see. the stage would just get destroyed. Like, imagine if it was Darv, but it's the same as Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you see, there's there's potential of that, and that's the key thing. Is is Hull, is the, uh, the, we started a thing, didn't we? And it never, me and, uh, there's, there's a, a mutual friend of all of ours, and we started a thing a year ago, and hopefully it'll come back called Forever Underdogs. Mm. And that mm. was built out of the fact that Hull will forever be the underdog. And that, is actually yeah. a really good thing because it's we can, honor, right? yeah, mm. we can always, we will always surprise people. Mm. My, my, the nicest thing my uh, my dad ever said to me <laughs> was, "You have exceeded everyone's expectations of you," yeah. <laughs> and and I, and, I, and I really like that. And I like and I like I'm going to bring that back in as my final thought. We can exceed everyone's expectations. All the fucking yes. time. Everybody mm. looks at Hull and goes, mm. ah, there's the, uh, it's a shithole. But yeah. I'm there and I tell everybody mm. wherever mm. I go, America, London, or wherever, I'm like, actually, Hull's pretty mint. Here's why. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'll point to Unit 45, yeah. I'll point to the Warren, I'll point to Stu Baxter, I'll point to, every, you know, all the examples, everybody, Chadu, everybody we've bought up. And that's my key thing because the industry's full of people that, you know, hyperball shit that they're always like, you know, and, and, and I worry sometimes. And that's the thing. Times like this help me out because like, I'm like, oh, you know, am I just, you know, do people, is, is it actually as cool as I as I hope it is? <laughs> mm. But actually, do you know what I mean? The, the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. And this is my final yeah. point. If I said I would proudly direct people that were into punk music and wanted a young band to Unwired, and I would proudly direct somebody that wanted fancy fucking cool, you know, squid-esque Shit, off the you know, you know wall. off the fucking wall, indie, you know, post punk to your bands. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and anybody that wanted cheap but decent service for a studio and production to Unit Forty Five and to you, and that's the thing. The proof is there. I don't have to do anything more than recommend. Just, just, yeah. just, just as a side note, what pudding do you think Hull would be? Oh man, that's a great, that's a great question to finish on. We didn't get to do any of the, any of the, any of the game stuff. Um, the pudding, ah oh, man. Like uh, what was I used to love jam roly polies, but it feels like it feels like it's got to be something that you break into and it pops out. 
like a creme brulee, oh, hard yeah. shell, hard shell. Initially, oh, like yeah. initially Creamy, quite crusty yeah, on the yeah, outside, yeah, like crusty on the outside, <laughs> crusty on the outside. But once you break in, it's like sexy oh. and gooey and tasty. And, mm, and that's my final thought. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Dom. Yeah, it's been amazing. Um, it's been awesome. I know you're an incredibly busy man. <laughs> uh, you know, when um, people tell me like I, I've never got any time for myself, and I'm like. You're one of the guys I, th- I think of in the back of my mind. Like, oh, no, man. that that dude. Yeah, man, I, I've made time for self care more in recent. I'm, like I said, I'm doing my counselling training, and I, um, I've made more time for that. That's one of the reasons coming back to Hull as well was to sort of, sort of take you know really enjoy my surroundings, hang out with people more because I didn't make time, and that's the other thing with the industry. Is, is make time to do stuff like this yeah. because you can you can let it consume you because mm. it's such a cool job and oh I need to do this I need to do that but actually you can't do good work this is a, a counselling thing you can't do good work you can't help anybody else if you can't look after yourself and it's a really old saying but like if you're gonna pr- to produce somebody you know and you're gonna be in a studio all day with you know four walls whatever then make sure you mm. you go and have a conversation with your partner or your mates and have a coffee yeah. have a break mm. because you need to do that that's really important and i realized that quite you know quite late on you know yeah. what i mean in my life and i think that's something that i want you know that i would like people to take away is really really make time for that yeah. self-care because we've all lost people who have you know gone you know, they, they they have pushed themselves too hard for this idea of, of success. But we've talked, we've yeah. all talked, and the dream, we've talked about the dream. And actually everybody here has, has made roads towards doing that and has built something really cool. Mm. Um, and But yeah, I think the, the, the last point, I wish I'd left it at the pudding now. because <laughs> But, my, but my, my, my last point, my deep and meaningful last point is make mm. sure you look after yourselves and you can do that by... You know, coming and hanging out with the cool people at Unit 45 because yeah. <laughs> they're all nice people and, and, you know, creating good stuff, doing good shit and being doing good shit and not being dickheads. And our, our furniture is really comfortable as well. That all adds to the, I don't actually uh, want to go to my and meeting. I just want to sit here. There you go. Yeah, yeah, it might not colour match, but it's all... Yeah, it's fine. I it's slept on the big couch that we have here yeah. and it's fucking comfy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know you said your last point, but have you... Just real quickly, have you got any... Um, advice for people who want to get into journalism uh, and also anything what you've got coming up recently with um, all right soon which cool yeah man yeah, thank anything you, you the PR bit yeah. right okay mm. so I've, I've done this quite a lot uh, at risk of repeating myself um, be good at what you do don't be a dickhead um you know, if you're going to work in music journalism, if you can afford to go down to London, if you can afford to do that, then absolutely do. Absolutely take advantage and go work. I got to, I got to work for Metal Hammer. I got to work for Rock Sound. I got to do you know, work for magazines that I grew up reading and getting experience, you know, interviewing big bands on that platform. But that's what taught me to do it here mm-hmm. and to, to, to travel around and do it. So I think if you can afford to to go and work in London or Manchester, then then do that, you know. And But, we, but also... If you are local, regional, and you are looking for a platform, or national, even, uh, international, because I, I did say we have people that work for us in the US and Europe. Uh, if you are looking for a platform and you're not sure where to start, uh, Soundsphere Magazine on all platforms, Soundsphere Mag, this is the long bit, S-O-U-N-D-S-P-H-E-R-E-M-A-G on uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, we will we will try and give you a start. That is what we are here for. That's what our funding is is for. And we do support young creative talent. Uh, I work with people that are over 30 and over 35 who are, who are trying to get in the industry. And I work with credible journalists that have been in the industry for years. I'll work with anybody so long as key rules, not a dickhead, 
mm-hmm. good at what they do. Um, so that's my advice. If you can travel, do as much traveling as you can while you can. If you have, if financially you're not able to do that and you don't have those resources, doesn't matter. If you don't have, if you haven't got an official degree, I'm still interested. In, if you haven't got a degree or any form, kind of formal qualification, I'm still interested in working with you. I'm still interested in hearing from you. I will work with the person and I will, because it's my job to edit stuff. So I will work with you and I will help you build that confidence. That's the other thing that I found is, is I'm lucky enough to have helped a lot of people that didn't think they could, could mm. work in the industry mm. or didn't think they could write to, to actually find out that they can. Uh, 99.9% of our writers are be- like are better than me actually technically <laughs> now you know that's why I do all the boring admin stuff these days um, but but yeah um, so, so, so that would be my advice um, anything we've got coming up uh, where you can check out on our platforms um, so I launched a project one of the reasons I came back to the UK uh, was to study counselling uh, but also to uh, launch a product called Wobbling About and Rocking Out a, a project rather than not a product and what we do is we specialise in um, difference and disability and mental health so we take the formula of Soundsphere and we interview musicians, bands and artists but we take the focus away from their new album and we move it towards mental health and we move it towards advice for young people uh, you know definitions of success deeper meaningful conversations mm. like that so that's what Waro is for waro.co.uk or Wobbling About and Rocking, rocking Out uh, give it a Google. Uh, we also have the Give Me a Whole Year podcast where we interview um, internationally renowned wrestlers um, and also bands as well. We do a segment called Wrestling with Bands. So if you're in a band and you're into wrestling, uh, come on and we'll, we'll interview you and you can, you can you know, sit sit next to a video with Drew McIntyre or anything like that, you know, like like actual internationally renowned wrestlers. So that's a real pleasure to, to be able to do that. And same with Soundsphere. We, we are lucky enough to, to have worked with internationally renowned uh, world-class musicians and we are lucky enough to work with people that I believe will go on to be or you know deserve to be internationally renowned people uh, incredible musicians from Hull East Yorkshire uh, and the north of England on a wider level like I say we don't just work in Hull we do Leeds Sheffield Manchester York and uh, we'll, we'll always support people as best we can I really wish I'd have left it on the, the, the dessert. Well, on that note of you supporting people, and yeah. I, I know you've got to get yourself off to yeah. another meeting with another fantastic okay. artist. Uh, I've got a record. From Hull. Got a couple of records, record labels as well. But we'll talk about that another and time. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe we should do a part two next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Next yeah. series, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Cool, man. Thanks, yeah, thanks again for making on. the time, Dom. Appreciate it. Absolute pleasure. Yeah, it's a shame you can't stay for the segments, but yeah. So we'll Been do we'll do we'll do a part two, man. Do a part two for sure. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, nice, cheers. Anyway, we'll start the jingle uh, for all that jazz. Right then. So, who wants to pick out of the glass today? Um, who, well, who, want, who want picture? I picked it last week. I don't think I have. Go on then, Casey. You, you shall, I, shall I get it? Do, well, do you want to pass it to Casey? Now, oh, now Dom's gone. <laughs> if it's Dom's topic and we don't know... <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping to pick Dom's. That'd be really funny. Here we go. The topic is... The... <laughs> The human body is weird. Discuss. <laughs> this, is a, this is my topic. <laughs> Here I, we quite, go. I quite like this topic. Go on. I, just like, it just does weird stuff, doesn't it? And it's it's a bit weird, isn't it? The human body. <laughs> like, like we were saying before, like, also one of my mates says I had um, like a banana lump 
And like, just obviously, just things just grow in the body. You get lumps. Ooh, you get like, it does weird stuff. Like, I, I was up last night just burping. I had like really bad trap wind, and all I could do was burp. Kept me up on it. Didn't didn't we have a discussion kind of like this before, Steve, with Kirk a bit? Because he was like real uh, and, and and what do you call it? Real yeah. interested in how a human. Body well, that, works. but also he said he had that. Um, he had that like pain. chronic pain, but was never. Yeah, they never really got to the yeah. bottom of it, did they? Mm. Although I think they must have done eventually. At one point, he was saying about how, uh, like yeah. He managed to like. He was self medicated with medicating with heroin, mm-hmm. but then at one point, like he got the right people to look at it. This was after finding like fame and fortune. Basically, yeah. he got the right people to look at it, and he was fine. You know, it it, it was like he said it was the happiest he'd been in, in mm. basically his entire life. There was a but yeah. Um, like, what, what, what's, was... what's a hernia? Ah. Uh, I know. It's something that goes into the muscle it's, tissue. I think it's... Oh, I thought it's when, when the muscle sort of... Twists, isn't it? Like a knot in like the muscle or something. I or is it like, like a clot it, in the muscle or something? I thought it's I'm when it like sure. pops out. Is it pop out? Yeah, yeah, like the fibres like or something them? of not... Yeah, actually, I'm not sure. <laughs> Good question, Ed. Yeah. Human body is weird. Yeah. And we're yeah. discussing it. Um, what I was going to say about Kek Payne, though, I've heard that story about why I loved touring with Tad. No. Tad. Because uh, the lead singer, he was like, I don't know if he was obese, but he was, he was real fat. And he used to like drink and eat loads. And after every gig, he used to like spew loads. <laughs> and uh, Kate Cobain, I don't know if I've mentioned this before. Um, Kate Cobain used to just like love it because he was just like watched him spew and he was interested by it. <laughs> 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 so he said he, he loved that talk because of that. Mm. And the grotesque fascination with it. Yeah. yeah. But like, so I won't go too deep into it but we were just saying whilst Dan was gone I was telling Eddie about what happened to me last week mm. uh, I'm all fan I got it checked out I went to a and from the advice of the doctor but it was uh, he said I could have had an heart attack uh, uh, well no this is Friday when this is really so not last Tuesday but the Tuesday before um, yeah I had a real weird turn and yeah everything was fine so I was like well what's that all about and it wasn't I mean, want a panic attack about because I want I'm not I want anxious or panicky or anything. So what I'm thinking is it could have been like proper dehydration or something. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's weird because mm-hmm. it felt even the days after I felt real weird about it. But then, well, it's just weird. Uh, my um, a friend Jazz was talking about um, one of our own friends, Jake. He went into went into hospital because he had um. He had a growth on his on his on his back, mm. and it kind of went to like golf ball size. I was kind of just ignoring it, but eventually was like, "Oh yeah, I should probably get this removed because yeah. it's getting bigger and bigger." <coughs> and then so they went to the doctors, and like he's like he has a kind of like a weird humor. So he's like, "Oh, do I get to uh, keep it afterwards?" He's like, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh yeah, sure, your body, you, you do what you want with it," kind of thing. <laughs> and then like so after the surgery, he's like, "All right, where, where's my um, where's my paras?" Just for that. And then I was like, oh, well, um, it started growing tendrils what? and then started wrapping around your spine. So, and like, so we've actually taken it down to London to investigate it because oh, we've never seen this before in our entire lives. When and we think this? it's really weird and fascinating. 
Like maybe That's like last me. year or something. Could be an alien. <laughs> yeah, it was like this fucking weird. Yeah. Body body's weird. Tendrils is in like almost like tentacles. Yeah, like, yeah, they're just like wrapping you know. around the spine. That's weird. Oh jeez. Oh. Oh. That's unsettling. I mean, like uh, I'm sorry, but mind me telling this story. Uh, it hadn't happened for a while, but my brother. I mean, we always used to laugh at. Well, I still do, to be fair. He's allergic to loads of stuff. But every time he got stressed, so, like, when he was at, like, I think when he was doing his A-levels and then, like, when he was at uni and, like, other stuff, it tends to happen where when he gets really stressed, he gets, we call it bubble foot, <laughs> where it's one of his feet, and it's always one, not both. And but it sometimes like this, different feet. Yeah, but yeah. ends up getting these, like, massive, like, blister things on it. Like huge, like that, like what? Um, like orange sized. <laughs> um, from stress. From stress, yeah. I, it's weird. What like stress is another thing, isn't it? The amount of things what that can do. Like it's not like parent like, damage. Like, because physi- physi- like, for something that's quite psychological, how it affects the yeah, physiological yeah, yeah. of the body and stuff. Like and that. it's yeah, it's weird. Oh, yeah, body fucking asthma's a bitch as well. Like. Mm. Um, yeah, it's been a lead dust in it. Really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, like back in 2017, I remember having asthma attack and having to go to fucking hospital like midnight because. Yeah. So during that day, I just I had really tight chest. Then I went to a band practice where some shit happened there. So on top of that, I was stressed. Yeah. So I was going home. I just you know I couldn't really breathe. So I just go to hospital at like 12. Didn't get out till like four in the morning. So the waiting hell. time was just. Like, the waiting time was, like, I don't know, at least two hours. I was only in there for, like, 15 minutes, you know, once you got in there. Yeah. It's like, oh, fucking hell. Mm. But I remember just, lay, I couldn't lay down, like, for days even after. I had to yeah. sleep sitting up because yeah, my chest I mean, just I get him. was really tight. There you go, listeners. You get to find out all of our little ailments for you. <laughs> <laughs> I get a hay fever-induced asthma. So I get hay fever real bad. Um, but it was only, like, I got diagnosed with it. And I only really started with it, like, maybe four or five years ago, but not before that. I always had bad air fever. But, yeah, it just started where, yeah, my, I just go into, like, asthma sort of thing, but only in them <coughs> few couple of months when I have air fever. Well, hair fever's after, weird as well, because people can yeah. develop later on in life. Like, some yeah, people yeah. just don't have it, and all of a sudden, mm-hmm. one year, they're like... But usually when you're allergic to something, you're allergic to it all the time, aren't you? But, yeah. Although, like... Allergy, like all sorts of allergies, can just develop at any time as well. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you know, I watch you. You lot know, I watch like weird stuff on YouTube about like creepy stories. stuff. Not, not necessarily like. Well, yeah, but this, but like, yeah, it's just stories about stuff what's happened in mm. the past and that. And uh, there was this uh, this channel. I think I shouted him out last day, last day of the series. Uh, this channel I watch called Mr. Ball. And, mm. and he tells usually like, yeah, true creepy stories or like mysteries and stuff like that. And then uh, one of his videos, it's about, um, I can't remember the guy's name. But uh, I can't remember the full story of what led up to this. But um, you might know the pictures once I tell the story. But uh, he had he had some sort of ailment or whatever. And uh, they got him to take... Um, this this medicine at the time, which again I forgot the name of. He took it and he, he ended up having because he had these whatever ailment it was, like it was quite bad. So he had to take this med. He took it for quite a while, and then he was fine and he stopped. And then years later, like 
basically like bits of his body started falling off. Well, like, and then you might know, you might have seen the picture if you're into weird stuff, <laughs> but uh, it's, it's basically it ended up happening that his full jaw had to be taken off because it just fallen off. So he only had like the top bit and like Ugh. thingy. And what it was, it was because obviously it ended up, when they found out what it did, it ended up getting took off the market or whatever. But this medicine, it was radioactive. So it was uh, basically radi- radiation. Radi- radi- yeah. And Jesus. yeah, he ended up dying. Um, but yeah, you'll, you'll, if you, it's quite a famous picture now, but yeah, it just got like this picture where it's just no bottom jaw. It's just, just like a hole. But, uh, yeah, that's where it's just like radiation's another thing where it just basically, there's another story with radiation. I don't think there's another YouTube video, but it wasn't that much. Yeah, I think it was about when a guy got shot with radiation through the head. Might be in the Japanese. Oh, no, no, but you... That was the Russian one, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, I did, because you mentioned it, and I did end up watching that video on that. No, the one that I remember is, it's this Japanese uh, guy who worked at a nuclear power plant, and uh, it was a similar thing, he got hit with so much radiation. Basically, he should have died on the spot, but he didn't. But basically, his, his, uh, his DNA just disintegrated. So from that day, he just started to die. So he was decomposing, but still alive. And yeah, it was, but it was like a long time ago and the doctors and hospital kept him alive to see what had happened for mm. research, mm. but which is horrific. <laughs> it's interesting what you say about, fell off and, yeah. It's interesting what you say about like, he should have been killed on the spot from that amount of radiation. Is that what, is that what you're getting at? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, because, sorry to, I don't know, bring everything back to this, especially these days, but like, in like ufology and mm. in like um, the field of like exopolitics and stuff, um, a lot of like the early like a lot of literature by some of the earliest like um, con- contactees or people who claimed to be contactees, they say that like part of the reason we were being visited so heavily at that period in time is because of our experiments with nuclear energy yeah. and the fact that like not only did we have the power to destroy ourselves for the first time in history, like literally destroy the planet for the first time in history, but we could start affecting literally things in like parallel dimensions and things like that, yeah, because sure. our understanding of, of nuclear and radioactive energy is just not even what we think. Do you know what I mean? Like, like we have a certain understanding of it and even that is way off. And we're, we're still incredibly primitive in a sense by looking at these, like even our phrasing, like we're calling it nuclear energy, radioactive energy. Do you know what I mean? Mm. We're looking at it as a source of energy, um, a certain kind of energy in order to get something that we want out of it. Do you know what I mean? Without grasping um, the full... Um, yeah, without understanding that actually yeah. these like energies are more than like energy in a sense of like providing power to something. They are essentially the fabric of the universe. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. and we should, yeah, yeah, essentially. Now, the thing about the, the guy who, like... Portals into another dimension. Uh, yeah. Well, the guy who was blasted with, sorry, was it, yeah, radiation and should have died on the spot, but didn't, and then his DNA decomposed. Mm. This links into what a lot of, like, like this literature talks about in terms of, like, uh, radiation and stuff, is that it's affecting time. Mm. And, like, like literally... Um, experiments in in like nuclear physics end up having 
weird effects on time, which is just like how, you know, you would not think of the two things as like related really, mm. you know, but like, you know, like, you look at the, then you watch like back to the future <laughs> and he's like created a time machine that like, you know, it, the, he needs 1.21 gigawatts so he's got to get something fucking radioactive and then you start yeah. thinking oh well actually yeah <laughs> you know uh, it kind of makes like, sense um, if we are talking about the very fucking fabric of the universe yeah. you know and we're fucking with it you know it's can't, interesting can't remember what year but you remember there was that big hype like at least 10 years ago um, and the uh, I forgot what it's called the thing in Switzerland the big uh, I so, so yeah the yeah no, no, but like, remember about the time, like, there was that big thing, like, it potentially could cause a black, black hole. hole. Yeah. And there's all that. Like, well, they kind of knew that it would, and mm. and they've also found out that it has. They have created but, miniature black holes. But it's that tiny thing. Uh, yeah, but the, the thing is, as well, we, we knew, the scientists knew that it was going to generate tiny, minute black holes, but the concern really was we know so little about black holes, really, that, like, we didn't know if miniature ones would still suck up yeah. the entire Earth. Do you know what I mean? Imagine, like, like so, like, and we just did it anyway. Like, tiny, tiny black holes in there, and then some reason turn off, and some someone's walking through, and then just go, and just go. God, <laughs> just disappears. Mm. Right. Anyway, should we get on to a uh, shout out then? Cue the jingle. This is the shout out, shout out of the week. If you've got something to shout about, here's your chance to speak. Big it up so everybody knows what they should go see. This is the shout out of the week. I wonder what it's gonna be. Let's find out. Who wants to start? I've got two. Shall I go first? Yeah, go for it. So, Casey's uh, gig with Bedsit on uh, Saturday. Last Saturday, um, went to that, fucking smashed it. Um, but the shout out in you, like, uh, of course. It's the, uh, course. the first band I was on, um, called Please Remain Calm. The, what was it like, nine, eight, 18, 19, 20? Like, really, quite yeah, probably about that. Um, fucking amazing. One of the, I told you, one of, I said, like, one probably one of the best bands I've seen in a long while. It was smart, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, uh, as in like a small band. Um, Fucking absolutely talented. So I, technically proficient. And yeah, the time signatures. Uh, Leads. Leads, yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, time signatures. Like, if you're into proggy stuff, definitely check them out. It's like, we used to say it's like prog metal. Mm. Um, mm. The singer's great, isn't she? And she was ill that day, didn't she? Mm. She said uh, she usually, like, jumps about yeah. and that. Her but, vocal didn't seem affected exactly, at all, yeah. bless her. Like, but, uh, her performance, like, technically... Mm. Vocally was really really good. She was just saying like once she yeah like Felt you like said she, she, but she she's was normally still more doing energetic like, yeah 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 like I would have passed that yeah um, but yeah it was like great singer band musically fantastic and um, yeah see so if you're into like prog heavy stuff with melody check them out they're ripping off my thing though they use an Alan Watts sample and I'm not happy about <laughs> <it>. <laughs> oh and that uh, I told you about the um. I can't remember what it's called, but that pedal what one of the guitars was using, it's like 300 quid. Do you remember me saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like awesome a... Awesome pedal. Dark glass, isn't it? Dark glass. It might be. Is it like a black and it's like that and it's got loads of different sizes? You're just describing it. 50% of the pedals. Yeah. It's like a, a reverb, <laughs> delay, modulation and fuzz in one. 
Uh, I, I actually know what you mean, yeah. Um, I can't remember what it's called, though. But when the South said that, and they, <laughs> I was waiting for him to turn it on, they turned it on, I was like, oh, fucking... I want one, but like they are like 300 and some quid. But... Rich yeah, bastards. Yeah, check, check them out, definitely. Uh, second shout-out, yeah, it's not going to affect him, because I think he's like a quite a established artist, but I've never heard of him, called Matt Maltese. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you heard of him? Yeah, the, well, the TikToks on, haven't they? Well, yeah, right. So I was, I was on Instagram Reels and it was a cover of his song. Uh, a girl was singing it. I was like, the, the world curves in. Yeah, and I was like, this song. I want to start, found out it was a cover, went to the original artist. It's, and it's I, pretty decent, isn't it? It's fucking amazing. Do, do you know what it's about? Yeah, well, I've got to say what it's oh, about. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you want to. Oh, well, um, yeah, it's about. Um, oh, what's the name? Fucking Theresa May. Yeah. And. Um, Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Yeah. Mm. Getting it on at the end of the world. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but like it's funny because like, cause it, it, it sounds sort of like sweetly romantic in yeah, some yeah. way. And then people play at the weddings and stuff like that. But it's Wait, actually like... like oh, it's God. God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the lyrics, isn't it? It's like, um, uh, oh, it's you who I lie with as the atom bomb uh, locks in. Um, oh, I forgot now. I've been singing it for the last two days. <laughs> it's such yeah. a good song but to sing to. Yeah, yeah, it's one of them where when the chorus in it's like real like climactic and Yeah. Um oh. you should watch um there's an Adam Neely video on it actually. Which is really really cool. Because uh, do yeah. you know on that you know TikTok you can do duets. Mm. So you so you could do something and then you could do a harmony. I think there was like a harmony that someone did where there was harmonising in fifths. Yeah. And then people were like kicking off being like, This is this isn't the right kind of harmony. <laughs> this is like, this is the high harmonies and stuff like that. And it goes into like, but Adam nearly goes into like how like, it's actually not as bad as it sounds. It's actually really good. Or like, it's kind of like how a lot of like westernizations of harmony and stuff like that was like written mm. by these elderly guys back in like the 1800s or something. But oh, like, yeah. Really don't like make any sense these days. Cause obviously there's a lot of like Eastern harmonies where mm. he's like seconds yeah. and stuff like that. And it still like sounds amazing, do you know what I mean? So Yeah, you, know, you know what I found out recently, well uh, it's more for the, the six one seven stuff because I'm a bit more experimental with that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the songs that I'm writing, uh or ideas that I'm writing, it's always it sounds to me fine. But apparently I keep using this Japanese scale called Ishiniko or something. Oh, that's cool. Um where it's like cause it, a scale's usually got eight and it or seven or eight notes in it and it's just basically you've got an extra one and it's can't remember what it's got an extra sh- like a sharp in one of it but yeah I keep using it I'm like it doesn't sound Japanese but apparently it is <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah yeah but going back to that song as well so the the TikTok famous version of it I was looking at some of their videos as well Sarah Summer uh, I can't remember her last name but I was on her YouTube channel and I mean she's got a great voice she does a lot of covers of like, uh, you know, like rock and alternative songs. Um, I think I might like have a seen poppy her. sort of style, but mm. her voice is so powerful. Uh, mm. Like what she did a, a version of um, is it Love Story by Taylor Swift? Oh yeah, but in manner, mm. I'm like, <laughs> it sounds so much better. Uh, <laughs> I was right. like, I keep playing that as well, but it just it makes like. A sweet, like it's like a sweet love song. Yeah, but I, I, makes I like it the sound like that. versions of like different yeah. stuff. It sounds really good. But um, anyway, they're they're my shout outs. Anyway, anyone got any? Um, 
a song came on on like on shuffle, and I've just been listening to it constantly since. But uh, do you, have you heard of Amy Mann? No, I don't. Think so. no. Oh, this is an old song it's from like the film Magnolia. Mm. It's just called Save Me, and then it's for it's a pretty good song. It's for I put out there. Oh yeah, cool. What's it like? It's nice, yeah. It's like it's like it's like um, it's very melancholic. It's kind of like it's kind of like a female Smith, but like oh. there's like parts of it that kind of remind me of like very a lot of um, like John Bryan scars. Do you know the guy just did like um, did I have hookabiz? Yeah. Oh wow! And yeah. um, Eternal Sunshine, Spotless Mind. I think yeah. might have done. Might have did that. Uh, did like you know, stuff, stuff like that. Yeah, really. Sort you, of you mentioned indie films last series yeah. when we did favorite scars. You mentioned mm. this stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh... But I think there's like a what's it called? The little piano is what you blow into. Melodic. Yeah. Okay. Is it melodica? Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah, thinking that yeah. in my head. Yeah. 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 I think that's like a melodica in it. I thought. Do you know what? I've got one at home. I might just start using it more. Because it kind of has like a nice. Have you got a melodica? Yeah. Yeah, I think I just got from CashCon for like a father. Oh, cool. Mm. System yeah. used it on there. They did, yeah. It sounds album. great, doesn't it? It's mm. on like a sort of ska reggae. Yeah. Jam. Yeah, more of a reggae jam, isn't it? With a melodica. It sounds well. Cool. I might become a melodica expert. Did they do that live, by the way? The other week? No. But they could now that Ed could get up with his melodica. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I suppose, yeah, because. Yeah. Ollie, he'd have to do the. You can't, you can't do he'd have to get a loop pedal or something. Yeah, you played a lot. Yeah, I'll do the. Uh, stuff do, 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 do. What was it like? I need, I need to hear it again, actually, because it's, it's been a while. Do you know, since, do you know yeah. like, oh, like, um, like a lot of ska bands, like have like trumpet players. Yeah, yeah. John System as a melodica player. Yeah, <laughs> every song. Yeah, every, every even song. like just the straight up metal hardcore tunes. Yeah, so like, I've got I, like um, <laughs> you can barely hear it in the mix, but I've. A lot of the songs have like, like very slight electronic or like piano stuff. In. So I could send you all the um, stems of them, and then you could mo- do a mel- melodica version of them. Bits. <laughs> but uh, well, is that it then? Because we're now shameless plugs, is he? No. Nope. Uh, wait a minute. When's this release? Friday. Oh no! Yeah. Now I've got a shameless plug next week. But... Oh, good stuff. Is that it then? Yeah, I think so. I think that's right it for today. Well, so next week we it's our if you if you've started listening to us this series, great, thank you. Welcome <laughs> um, aboard. But if you if you know us from last series as well, every fifth episode we do like a open episode where it's basically like all that jazz. So we won't, we won't do all that jazz because the full episodes all uh, that jazz. All, we might just jazz. call it all that jazz, mightn't we? Uh, well, I think I, I think it was all maybe. This is just a thought out there, yeah. I mean, because we're very stream of conscious this mm. podcast. Um, um, maybe just like reviewing, like some of the stuff we discussed, because um, I feel like what was in in the past four episodes, including this one. Yeah, yeah, because I've I've been really enjoying like the stuff we've been discussing and stuff. Yeah. Maybe we can time all together in continuity. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, PCU. I mean, <laughs> All right, well, He's we'll in the just say uh, for, <laughs> <laughs> for the uh, for the listeners out there. Then, oh, it's going to be a surprise next week. We we don't know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> um, what was I saying from what you said? Uh, 
Thanks, thanks to Dom for being on. Oh uh, yeah, thanks to Dom. Um, he's a good guy. He's, he's sick AF. Oh, that's what I've got to say. Yeah. Um, uh, oh fuck, it's gone again. <laughs> <laughs> you had one of them days, haven't you? It was about if you want to get in touch with us about something. Uh, Don't get in touch with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put put your thoughts and feelings in the comments. Uh, yeah, just uh, tell us what you think. Oh, uh, what was it about? It was Sims. about um, it's about reviewing. Oh, do, should we bring back reviews? Reviews. Yeah, like music reviews. Uh, I don't oh. know. Well, well, even <laughs> like got your seal. Yeah, I don't, I don't like making public criticism. <laughs> even really even if uh, even though I forgot what I was going to say, but. If you if you want to get in touch with us, if with this, about this new series, like what you've enjoyed so far, what what you'd like us to do further, yeah, let us know. anything like that. Yeah, let us know. If you've got any ideas for new segments we could do, maybe next series or or if just you, uh, if, review us, give us a review, tell us what you like and don't like. If you're in a band, maybe we can write some jingles for next season. Yeah, yeah, oh, that'd be a good idea if we got bands coming with. Yeah, so imagine if we got like a yeah. different band to do each jingle. Like we get That'd some cool, of the bands yeah. in that we've been recording, or even like mm. people outside of it. Like get some of the artists we've been getting into mm. write a jingle. Imagine <laughs> if we asked know. people to do jingles for us, and Dave Grohl did one just because <laughs> because that's what Dave Grohl does. But we do get a few American listeners. Did yeah. you hear about that guy who um um he went on like hunger strike? On top of his house, so he could speak to Dave Grohl, and he got to speak to Dave Grohl. That's really? amazing. You see, it, that's what I mean. It's Dave the Grohl guy. It's the guy. Do you know this? What, what makes this song stink? Oh yeah, it's that guy. What well, oh, he did really? that? Yeah, to, to, it, so it was like could... I'm gonna be. I'm gonna speak to Dave Grohl, and I'm gonna. Know, I know the perfect way to do it, and he did that, and he, he spoke to <laughs> Dave Grohl. That's that's <laughs> just amazing. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's dangerous. It, it seems but... really like like. Well, careful of my choice of words here, but like, is he all right? That guy. Did you watch his last one? No, uh, I've only ever watched, watched, watched like the, the weasel, weasel one. one. Yeah, the train one is is even better. It's okay. like a film. It's it's amazing. <laughs> but is he like okay? Do you know? Is he is he well? Watch watch the train one. Um. Okay. I hope. He's I mean, right. if he's if he's going on longer strike, it's a bit worrying. But I mean, he's obviously like, you know, his career's taken off. That's amazing. Mm. But God, I hope he's okay. Like the the it it, it, anyway, it like. I'll start the air uh, jingle now. Then we can yeah. do an actual talk. But yeah, like seriously, check it out. Like, See you later. No, the train, the train. Bye bye. Thanks for listening. It gets like.